Hello Wanderers, and welcome to Undertown. At the beginning of this year, Zach and Caitlin took a hiatus, so we decided to invite some of our friends to game with us in D&D 5th Edition. Since 2021 was extra hectic as we welcomed two new babies into the Wandering Gamer family, this game is going to take the place of our holiday special. Undertown will run through the rest of the year, and Outlaws will be back on the first Monday of January. Thank you all for sticking with us, and we hope you enjoy Undertown. Last time, the party infiltrated the Nobleman's Retreat. It seems at first that the base was abandoned, but after reaching the heart of the compound, they were attacked by a massive and vicious creature. Now, Wanderers, welcome to Undertown. Okay, let me set the scene. Skeletons open the door. They rush in. A giant figure ripping out of his full plate armor swings through, smashing one of the skeletons to smithereens and slides into the room facing all of you. It is a hulking creature, not unlike the infragable Kronk. Anyone watch the Justice Friends? Can't say that I have. Nope. Dexter's Laboratory? I mean, it's been forever. Anyways, it's the Incredible. It, he's he's not unlike the Incredible Hulk. Too large, ripping out of clothes. It's just these clothes are armor. You know how it goes. This is the guy we said that had armor as like a bikini, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Let me make something clear. You guys said he had armor as a bikini. I didn't say that. That was your head. That's cannon. why I asked for clarification. The holder of the real story says that he is ripping out of his full plate armor in a way that is impressive and frightening. Not that he just has pasties now. <laughs> <laughs> so much for a democracy. So 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 the the holder of the real story is saying he's dummy thick. Yeah, dummy yeah, I mean thick. yes, that. Definitely that. <laughs> is he thicker than Tonk? I think I think he's taller and wider than Tonk. Do we have a muscle off like where we just start flexing our muscles at each other? Are you just it's trying like a scene to... from Full Metal Alchemist? Why would you take that from me? I was <laughs> mid-sentence and you just stole you just stole it. <laughs> right out of my mouth. Yes, it's exactly like the scene from Full Metal Alchemist, except he doesn't shake your hand and he is unwed. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to roll death saving throw there. <laughs> okay, it's on you guys. What do you do? I assume, well, I assume we have to roll initiative, right? Well, I mean, yes, unless there's anything else that you want to do first, you know, like you can, uh,. You can talk to Guess him. charm person? You know, okay, I'll tell you what. You can try to charm person, but it is not going to be easy, and we are counting this as being in combat because he just shattered one of your skeletons. Oh, dang it. Okay. But if you want to do that, maybe try it once up front and then don't do it every turn after. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't going to commit to that bit again. Uh, Anyone else want to do something before things get you know, real. I think we're all itching for some combat. Great. Everybody roll some initiative. I need to get out of spreadsheet. Oh, hold on. I thought this was one person. It's one person, but okay, so Carl is looking at the initiative left, and he sees that there are... Each, each muscle gets a gets an initiative. Each arm got an initiative roll, and I rolled two nat 20s, so top of the order is gonna be dummy thick arm one and dummy thick arm two. <laughs> Okay, so the creature swings in and he's standing in the middle of all of you in this like kind of lived in 
I'm trying to think of it's like a dine, you know, big like hall dining room. And as soon as he swings in, he immediately just grabs a table and slams it across Ama's head. Uh, okay. Let me roll some dice. Ow. Ama, does a 17 hit you? Yes. Great. It does. One damage <laughs> as an <laughs> entire table just <laughs> lightly skims the chin. Does he not have a strength score or what? I have a method, Vinny. Okay, sure. <laughs> he then picks up a uh, a chair and hurls it at uh, Rolf with another dice roll. Rolf, does a 20 hit you? Man, yeah. I was hoping for that 17. Rolf, you take five damage as a chair bonks you on the head. You get chair He's bonk. got a chair. Well, not anymore. He threw the chair. He gave you the chair. I've got a chair. <laughs> I'm going to say that that table knocked uh, Ama's loot out of her hand, which she had pulled out to give some bardic inspiration. Oh, tragedy strikes. Yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Furniture's flying. Tonk, furniture's flying. What do you do? I pray to my gods and I release my twilight orb into the uh, into the sky. Cast a light around the... Uh, Whatever room we're in. What does that do? Uh, it just gives everyone temporary hit points. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Legit. How many? Uh, yeah, I guess I should probably roll for that, shouldn't I? So, everyone this round gets... What level are we right now? Four or five? Five. Five. Uh, everyone gets seven temporary hit points. And does that, does that like, expire at, after, like, a round or something? Or is it just... Yes, it expires after a round, but... Uh, it lasts for a minute, so I just re-roll again when my turn comes around again, and then everyone will get more temporary hit points if they lose some. Uh, just I, I, I can't remember if I mentioned it uh, in this campaign, but temporary hit points if you they don't stack. So right. if you give us more temporary hit points next turn, then it'll be like let's say next turn you you get you give us eight. We wouldn't. I wouldn't have. We 15. lose to seven. I would. Ha you lose. Right. Like you would basically gain the higher of the two numbers. Yes. Either what you already have or what you gain. Right. All right. Uh, Greg, it's your turn. My turn, huh? Well, this would be the perfect time to go cat form, but I can't do that because we have not rested. Did you go cat form in the bar? I did. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Gotcha. Sorry. Yeah, and we have not rested since then. You have not had a long rest, no. Uh, even a short rest would refresh it, but we haven't done that either. Which we probably had an opportunity to when we were waiting for, uh, for Hector. But I didn't say that we were. I was doing that, so whatever. Um, I think I'm going to. Okay, I'm going to activate uh, bonus action uh, to uh, put my crimson right on my warhammer, so my warhammer will get additional damage. Uh, but I do have to do this. I, nice, that's fantastic. Sorry, I've just got a lot of numbers to keep track of, and I'm going to uh, try to attack him with my with my warhammer. All right, first attack is a nineteen. That hits. Second attack is no, that's a ten. That that unfortunately does not. So your first hit, you swing and you like find an empty space where the flesh is bursted through the armor. And you make, like, solid connection into a big slab of cow-like meat. You're basically Rocky Balboa in whatever Rocky Balboa movie that is where he punches slabs of meat. 
Um, but then the other one, just you swing around and hit a piece of metal that is suspended in his sinuous body. All right, roll me that damage. That'll be 19 damage. Wow. <laughs> Dead gum. Be- because, because my, so my Warhammer is a 1d8, I rolled a 7. My right is a 1d6, I rolled a 6. <laughs> I almost max damage when, this. When that hit lands, you just hear him go, ooh, that was a good hit there, brother. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, Ama. Okay, so I can't remember. I know I raged before we fell into Undertown, but then everything re- everything reset, right? When you landed in Undertown, everything reset. Okay, everything yeah. reset. I've only raged one time then. Okay. Yes. Uh, so because my loot has been knocked out of my hand, Ama starts, <sighs> my loot! And uh, starts raging, and then I'm gonna hit with uh, my great axe uh, twice. Yeah. Uh, so the first one, 23. That hits. And the second is uh, 22. Both of those hit, yeah, just hitting all of the fleshy bits of this guy that are bursting through his increasingly useless armor. Lovely. Uh, so the first hit uh, is 11. All right. And the second hit is 7. As the blows land, he's just like, Ooh, yeah, I'm liking this group of people. You're gonna make this fun, but you stepped into a world of hurt when you walked in here. Uh, Rolf. Rolf, you've been chaired. How does that make you feel? I enter a ranger rage. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am also going when to... When rangers rage, I think it's called a brood. <laughs> uh, can I go home now? <laughs> <laughs> you are home. <laughs> um, I am going to return fire, as it were. You're going to throw another chair at him? <laughs> no, I'm going to shoot arrows at him. This is civilized, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to do two different arrows. Uh, First one being a 21 to hit. Okay, that hits. 9, 14 on the first one. and the 14 damage? Yeah, that's on the first one. And then on the second one here, I'm going to use my feet sharpshooter, so I think I take a negative 5 to my attack roll. But if it hits, I deal an additional D8, I believe. 13 plus 24. 19 to hit. That also does hit. Okay, so then we take this one. 7 plus 5 is 12, plus an additional d8 due to Colossus Slayer. 12, 16, plus 10 from Sharpshooter, so 26. You say 26 damage in one arrow? Yeah. All right. The arrow catches him square in the forehead. As he reels back, going, oh, you're going to pay for that one. And then as my bonus action, Cody, I'd like to cast Hunter's Mark. On Ama? No. No, it'd be on Tonk, wouldn't it? No. <laughs> but you're so good at shooting Tonk. <laughs> I shot him once. So good. <laughs> it's all that matters. I, I would like to, to target the Nacho Tan Ran- Mandy Tavage. <laughs> Solid name. Solid name. I appreciate it. 
alright, so he's got a little glowy uh, Sims mark above his head, indicating that he has a hunter's mark on him. Uh, Mort, one of your one of your bone boys has been utterly destroyed. Yes, I am sad. But you about still have one more bone boy. Yes, I am going to cast Ray of Sickness. Ooh, solid spell idea. Yeah, I finally, I finally like. Oh, I should use my necro- necromancy spells that that aren't animate dead. <laughs> no, just really be a one trick pony. Wait, there are different. There are different necromancy spells. <laughs> There, there are. There's a whole bunch of them. And so far, I've only been throwing firebolts. Uh, 17 to hit. A 17 does hit. 17 does hit. Target takes 2d8 poison damage and must make a constitution saving throw. 2d8. Uh, okay. That was 16. 16 from poison? Yeah. Uh, yep. what's, his, what's the spell save he needs to make? Um, oh, good question. 14. I think he made it. He made a 20. Yeah. Okay. So he just takes 16 pukey damage. Yeah. Yep. And he's not poisoned. Okay. Sadly. All right. Anything else you want to do? Um, where is my skeleton? Since he was so, like, you guys are basically in a circle around this guy, um, because he kind of smashed into the center of the room and it's just like hucking chairs. As I imagine Rolf is backpedaling out of the line of fire and you are too. Your skeleton would have been right by the door, so Bone Boy number two that did not get wrecked is still pretty close to him. Okay. Uh, Bone Boy number two is going to to try to stab him. All right. Roll me that attack. <laughs> he misses. Okay. <laughs> and I also I also tell Bone Boy number two that if if I die, he's got to go grab the other bones and run to where we started. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He looks at you and goes. <laughs> It's more of a It's clack. unclear whether these skeletons like working for you or not, because all they ever say to you is <laughs> And I was thinking they just clacked around. Yeah, I was gonna say, with what vocal cords? <laughs> They're magic vocal cords. Yeah, Cody, I'm trying to take good notes here. Can you say that again and spell it out for me? Okay, it's W E H H H A E A H H H C H. I'm good at phonetics. Ooh, so you think you can just come into my lair, shoot me with arrows, and wreck up my fine drinking establishment? Well, you got another thing coming! And he grabs Greg by the head, and then just slams him down on the ground. Choke Maybe, slam. depending on this dice roll. Oh, dang it. Oh, no, this might not happen, but I want it to so bad. <laughs> Uh, Greg, does a 13 hit? Just barely? No. <laughs> oh, no! So, um, one giant arm reaches around and grabs your head, and it does, like, a wrestler, like, slam where it, like, drops, you know? A pile driver. But, unfortunately, wrestling moves aren't actually super effective and frequently don't do anything, so you just kind of slip out right at the last second. Um, but... When this giant thing impacts the ground, you can see with his offhand, he slaps the ground to make it sound real impressive, even though you're still standing there totally fine. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so then he kind of reels up from that and is like, oh, yeah, I bet now you've learned your lesson and you made me mad. No more holding back. 
and he reaches into his back meat that's growing over the armor that he was wearing and pulls out a giant shield and straps it onto one arm. And then from his visceral back goo pulls a giant sword that he holds in one giant mitt that normally would need five men to wield and tries to chop off Ama's head with it. <laughs> Rude. Ooh, does a 17 hit? It does. Cool, you take 10 damage as a giant sword crashes into you, knocking you backwards despite your barbarian rage. After that blow, this dude, whose name is Oswald in case you haven't put it together and I'm tired of calling him Dude, throws his shield in front of him and takes a slightly more defensive stance, as if you've entered the second phase of a boss fight due to the amount of damage you've done. <laughs> So with temporary hit points, I just knock all of those out and then uh, yeah. minus three you, on you my... You count your temporary hit points first and then it starts actually mattering. Cool. I haven't had to work with those in a while. So, okay. All set. All right. Um, Tonk. It's my turn. Oswald, not Macho Man Randy Savage totally, is now holding a massive sword and shield and taking a more defensive stance. What do you do? Was he trying to catch them all? <laughs> He's got the, sword uh, and shield. What else? What else would be trying? Would he be trying to do? Temporary hit points go up to nine. If now for this next turn, and if like in Ama's case, if she wiped out, she gets it reset again. Yes, I'm gonna go. Yes, yeah. And this then, is this is like it, it was recast, right? Yes. For yep. Uh, for ten rounds. Um, and I will use Toll of the Dead. Uh, my told to dig hand trip. Y'all's uh, y'all's characters have cool sounding names and abilities. <laughs> Ray of sickness, toll of the dead, Hunter's Mark, <laughs> Hunter's Mark. <laughs> he has to make a wisdom. Oh well, I guess first does eighteen hit. An eighteen does or hit. Just, yeah. Like, Wait. Throw? No, he just does a wisdom no. saving throw. Okay. No. Yeah. You you don't roll for this. It's a saving throw. Okay. Yeah. So he has to make a wisdom saving throw. I'm guessing this is going to be a struggle for him, but we will find out. Seven! Does a seven make it? <laughs> no. He does not make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. And he has already taken damage, correct? He has already taken damage, yeah. Sweet. So that is 2d12. Excuse me? <laughs> and I just add my w wisdom modifier to it, or does it just go straight? Um, I... Is it just don't straight? Don't think you do for this one. I it's, think it's just straight okay. for this. Then, yeah, I think spells a lot of times it's just spell damage. It, it'll it'll usually tell you if it's plus your spellcasting modifier. Then eleven is all it does. I mean, what what is this? What is this? What is the description of this? I want to know this flavor. What did you just do to my boy? Uh, you point at one creature you see within range, and the sound of a dolorous bell fills the air for a moment. It's like I want it to be like the ring of the bell, like to stop the match. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, he hears that and reels around, grabbing his head. Round's not over, sucker! I'm coming for you next! <laughs> he hollers. Oh, no. Uh, but, so, he makes a wisdom saving throw. Uh, if he's, he takes 1d8 necrotic damage. If the target is missing any of the hit points, it instead takes 1d12 in necrotic damage. And when I reach the fifth level, it becomes two. Hell yeah, brother! Poetry snaps. Oh, yeah. Poetry snaps for that attack. That was a good <laughs> attack. <laughs> All right, Greg. Oh, my turn again, huh? 
<laughs> I think I know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to look at it and be like, You tried your hardest, now it's my turn! <laughs> Clear, clearly mocking him. <laughs> he doesn't get it. He's not very bright. <laughs> uh, yeah, swinging with my Warhammer again. Uh, 15? A 15 does not hit. Okay. He crouches behind his large shield, and like the ringing of a gong, your hammer meets the shield. Bong! And actually, okay, for that 15, the second one was worse. I'm going to use my uh, saving face for that 15. I get to add, I get okay. to add uh, up to the number of allies. So it'll be, it'll be, uh, and we said we're counting the skeletons as buddies. I think we said we're counting the skeletons. Yeah. So it's one less than it was. Yeah, but it's a max of five anyway. So I only need one skeleton. All right, one, two, three. Actually, I don't even need a skeleton to be up. Well, what 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 is uh, it? Or no, no, I count. I counted myself. Never mind. I would need one. It's number of allies max okay. of five. So I need one skeleton to be up to get okay. the maximum. So uh, it's actually a twenty. That hits. Uh, the second one was worse though, so that I definitely didn't hit that one. That is not as good damage this time. That is 11 damage. Nothing wrong with 11 damage. It's Three of fine. which was lightning. The rest is bludgeoning. I mean, it's not It's not the 19 I did last time. <laughs> In this case, like, your uh, hammer doesn't exactly make contact with him, but on the, like, second swing when you hit his shield again, his shield rebounds back and clocks him in his unhelmeted head as he's now, like, kind of woogly-eyed as he's trying to maintain his composure because of this ringing of his bell. Ama, what do you do? I punch. Well, no, I hit with the great axe. Just a 1d4 punch. Uh, it'd be, it would be more than that. Well, it would add up to more than that because um, I strong. Um, wow. Well, okay, that first one definitely doesn't hit. Um, the max I got on that is... An 11. That, nope. There we go. Okay, I'm about to throw this blue dice out the window. Um, That's a 25 for the second one. A 25? Now that's good enough. Yeah, that'll do it. Oh, thank goodness. You sure? That's uh, 11 to hit. Uh, So 11 damage? Uh, Yes. All right, so well, his back is to you. He was dealing with Greg. You sneak in and deliver one savage chop to his side as he kind of limps bounces over after the impact um he seems slightly staggered rolf rolf shooting more arrows uh 21 to hit a 21 hits then we take d4 and a d8 since he's hunter marked that's 10 okay damage and then my second attack uh 18 to hit 18 does hit yes and this one I'm Colossus Slayering. I don't know what the m- number was. That's why I was kind of like 18. It's changing as this fight goes. His AC is not consistent. Um, 11, 13, 5, 18 damage. Okay. Um, okay. So, um, both arrows like hit him in both knees. As he like kind of falls down, staggered, he pulls them. Or well, I guess yeah, he's got he's got one hand free because it's in a shield. He pops both arrows out. And he's like arrows can't stop these thighs. Oh wait, Cody, retroactively, as I hit him with the second arrow, I want to drop a little. Whoa! 
Uh, all right, more. I am going to cast Ray of Enfeeblement. I like Ray of Enfeeblement. That's a good thing to cast on this guy. 22 to hit? Uh, a 22 does hit, yes. Okay. He is... He now only deals half damage with weapon attacks that use strength until the spell ends. At the oh, no. At the end of its turn, he can make a constitution saving throw against it. You wiggle your evil necromantic fingers at him, and one muscle at a time in his giant beefy arms, they shrivel down to normal size. And he's just got two normal-sized arms hanging off of his otherwise giant body. The shield now far too heavy, and the sword ridiculous in his normal-sized human hands. Uh, that was a solid attack. <laughs> <laughs> and now my skeleton attempts to stab him. Um, oh, I get that sheet. thirteen to hit. Uh, a thirteen does not hit. Okay, he's basically now literally crouching behind a shield that is just propped up against him, <laughs> and your skeleton, not sensing a tactical advantage, is like ah, clang, 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 just hammering on the shield. Totally useless. <laughs> Uh, alright, now it's time for no longer dummy thick arms to make their attacks. <laughs> so, with all of his no longer that- basically, this is a- this is a whole body motion now to swing this sword. He's gotta, like, pop his hips, he has to fling his entire torso around just to get enough momentum to move the sword, as he just basically throws his noodle arm attached to the sword at Tonk. I think he should have to roll to not, like, pop his arm out of its socket. Well, I mean, we'll see how badly he rolls. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Stretch Armstrong, though. It's not great. It's it's literally like a rubber band attached to the sword. He's using his now-muscled body to just fling it around. Oh, this is so sad. Oh, he rolls a nat 20. Um, So this actually works to his advantage. So literally, it's like a rubber band on the sword. You know, it stretches it out further, and he gets, like, some extra whipping speed from swinging his whole body around. It looks like a hammer thrower as the edge of his razor-sharp sword flickers across Tonk, dealing half damage, you said, on strength attacks? Half damage on strength attacks. Nullifies that nat 20. Dealing only 10 damage as a... At first, thin line of blood is traced across Tonk's chest as it begins to grow as the size of the gash becomes apparent. Uh, and then with his uh, second attack, he's going to thrust his shield into Ama's face, uh, attempting to knock her off balance and knock her prone. Uh, so this isn't going to necessarily try to do damage. He's literally just trying to knock you prone okay. and like back. Uh, and we're gonna see how well he does on that. Uh, does a 17 hit your AC? It does. You keep rolling 17s on me. Well, in this case, it was for a weird reason, too, because I'm halving his strength modifier. Anyways, um, so yeah, you're knocked backwards away from him and off your feet, so on your next turn, you can, st you can use your motion to stand up, but not, again, close distance with him. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh, so you could do a ranged attack, but not a melee attack. Yep. All right. Throw the chair. You could <laughs> throw a chair, yeah. 
uh, or sing a song. driver. And now he's going to try to roll his constitution. Ooh. Does a 21 make it? Yeah. Uh, all right. He, he rubs his, like, stretched across his now giant torso. His little arms rub their bracers together. And he goes, ooh, bring back that magic. I need the strength. And his arms again inflate to their giant size. Wizards ain't got nothing on me. I'll throw you through reality. Did I rhyme? No, I didn't really. Did, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, kind of. A little bit. I'm becoming Dr. Seuss. Topical. <laughs> Except for the fact that this will come out months and months later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Topical at the time. All right. Tonk. Uh, I got seven this time for the temp uh, hit points. I don't know if that makes people go down. So we go down right? this time, the... right? No, it, w- it won't make us... We don't go down. Okay. We just keep the hit points, the temporary hit points we had. All right, and then... Okay, cool. Uh, and then And then I will do Toll the Dead once again. That's a wisdom save throw? Yes, wisdom save throw. Ooh, yep, okay. 19 on the wisdom saving throw. All right. Well, yeah, he's good. That's that's it. <laughs> Doesn't that still do damage or no? Only if he nope. fails. Uh, only if he fails. All right. So the bell rings, and he's just like, "Not this time, brother." Uh, all right. Stop it! Stop it! The match is over. <laughs> <laughs> stop the goddamn match. <laughs> Greg, uh, I'm going to use my uh, bonus action to invoke my blood maledict. Um, can I, uh, I'm going to, uh, spend some health, which is, it's very nice that I have these temporary hit points because then I can spend, spend my hit points all willy nilly and not care about it. <laughs> okay. So I did that. Um, and I am actually, I'm, uh, amplifying it as well. So I, it has, it has an effect and then I can amplify it if I want to, and I am choosing to amplify it. So I'm going to try to make an attack on him. This first one, because I amplified it, this first one has advantage. That is a 21. 21 hits. Okay, and then I will go ahead and roll the second attack as well. Not, no, it's it's 10. But I still hit with one of them. That doesn't hit. The 10 yeah. Doesn't. Uh, but I do this and this. Oh, that's some big damage. 20. That's some stuff. All right. So wait, what 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 was this attack? Okay, so so basically, uh, the blood maledict. I uh, I mark a creature that I can see, and until the end of my turn, when I deal my right damage, that lightning bonus damage I'm doing, I get to roll an extra die for that. So I basically like it's kind of like Hunter's Mark. It's it's the blood hunter version of Hunter's Mark. Gotcha. And this does lightning damage. Uh, yes, my my right does Ooh. my right does lightning damage. Cool. So yeah, you swing your hammer, and it like crackles with Thor-like thunder. Thunder is when it like collides with his chest. You see him convulsing and shocking as the electricity arcs around him and his metal accoutrement. What's up? Is Greg a Thundercat? You know. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I'm glad to know that Greg is a Thundercat. Greg is a Thundercat confirmed. <laughs> I, li- I, li- I like I like this head cannon. It's not even head cannon anymore. It's cannon. <laughs> yeah, that's that's real cannon. <laughs> I want I want to imagine that you're a furry cat also wearing a furry loincloth for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> All right, Ama. 
Yeah, I'm getting up, picking up whatever furniture item is closest to me and throwing it. Nice. Because I'm still raging. Uh, is that with strength? I'm going to say, usually it would be dex. I'm going to say since you're raging and you're like just hucking it as hard as you can and it's probably like a big thing and he's big, I'm going to go strength on this one. Okay. So anyways, you throw a table at him. Don't, do you need to know what my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you roll? 12. A 12 does not hit. Yeah. The table flings towards him and hits the shield. His, he's now able to maneuver it dexterously. Oh, wait. I get advantage on strength checks. Okay. Hang on. Uh, that is 26. <laughs> 26 <laughs> does hit. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, so he gets the shield up in front of him and is like, oh, yeah, tables can't bring me down. But when it hits the shield, he was like kind of holding the shield up in front of his face. It just, pivots down and catches him straight in the knees and he just goes flat on his face. Nice. That sounds painful. And you just hear Anyways, roll a d8 of damage. D8 there. Nope, that's not a d8. There's a d8. Uh, do I get to add anything to that? Your strength, yeah. Yeah, we're just choosing this as a strength attack. Oh, okay. Uh, 12. Alright. Uh, Rolf. You know Rolf is about some arrows. It will never not be. <laughs> if he's on the ground now, is he technically prone? He is. Does that make it harder for him to be hit or easier? I would argue easier, personally. Depends on the type of attack. If you're if you're prone, it's easier to hit you with melee, harder to hit you with range. It's harder for you to hit him right now because he is prone. <laughs> I have a sharpshooter. Oh, dang it. I was hoping I was going to, like bait you in to getting close to him. <laughs> Never. Uh, 21 to hit? Yeah, it hits. Yeah, yeah, it hits. Roll the other one, too. Let's just find out. Hold on, we gotta do this one at a time. Uh, 16 damage. Okay! <laughs> You've hurt my boy! <laughs> I'm a sharpshooter him on this one, you know? I'm going for all the bacon. Oh, ho, ho, ho. 24 to hit with the minus five. Oh, I was hoping it was going to be one. I was like, I want you to shoot Tonk in the leg every single one. <laughs> All right, that hits, yeah. Uh, 11, 12, 17, 27. Two arrows sink feather deep into his perfect butt. <laughs> one in each cheek. Boop, boop. I didn't need to visualize that. Feathers sticking out. But Cody, I've got a question for you. Is that America's ass? Should have aimed for the <laughs> ass. No, it's Undertown's ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we have to beep that. Sorry, Zach, but it was a Captain America line, so it can't be a swear. <laughs> Alright, Mort. He's still not dead? Huh? How many people are within a 15-foot uh like within 15 feet of the the big guy well i would say not not you and not rolf everyone else is just basically stand oh and not ama because she got knocked back so right now just greg and tonk are just standing in a circle around a prone body hitting him with sticks you know just like that 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 okay i'll guess fire. this is turned into the scene from uh your childhood? Mm, Kung Pao. No, Kung Pao. 
where he's like, hit me with sticks as hard as you can and don't stop even if I cry. And they just like sit there for 10 minutes just hitting him with sticks. Is this the movie where it's like Simba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got the CG cow that shoots me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I just had to. Yeah, got it. I'm in the headspace now. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Follow up question. He's still not dead? No, he's not dead. He's a very strong man. He's got bracers on. He's got very strong bracers on. Yeah, which 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 arm do those last two things of damage go on? You're not actually dealing arm damage specific to the arms. Oh, so it doesn't matter where I put these numbers. Uh, it kind of does for... Okay, so do you want me to pull the curtain back, or do you want me to not pull the curtain back? I just want you to tell me where to put numbers into my equation. <laughs> I'm just... I'm... Oh, well, I'm so... So I, I'm, I'm keeping a ta- I'm keeping a tally. I'll tell you afterwards. You're you're doing good. It's fine. <laughs> okay. You're doing good. <laughs> Just tell tell me how much damage you're doing. Oh, uh, I'm casting Firebolt because it looks like burning hands will just incinerate everyone. <laughs> yeah. Or at least everyone standing near him. Yep. Uh, eighteen to hit. Eighteen hits. Yes. Okay. Two D ten. Fifteen. All right. And the skeleton tries to stab him. The very helpful skeleton. <laughs> Does he just dunk his shield again? I think so. 11. So at this point, your skeleton, like, Oswald is laying on the ground, arrows in his butt, being pummeled, and his shield is flung to the side. Like, it's only covering his arm, and your skeleton is belligerently standing over the shield, just bonking it. Just bonking the shield, for all he's worth. Such a good skeleton you have. You lost the wrong bone boy, is my point. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> At this point, finally, green smoke is pooling on the ground, and you think to yourselves, this must be it. We must have done it. There's no way he's got more in him. And then, he gets up on one knee. He knocks both of his attackers off. It seems impossible! He's rallying as he staggers to his feet, throws his weapons aside and goes, Alright! We're going all out on this one, brother! And he grabs his left arm with his right arm, pulls it off, and hits... Greg, right in the face with it. Is this like a Buzz Lightyear move? <laughs> this is definitely a Tanner move. Go ahead and have him roll with Fast Friends, uh, Detective, Hypnotizing Eyes, Calm Authority. Um, am I missing anyone in yeah, there? Yeah, I'm rolling D6. I'm rolling D6s from here on out. Uh, okay, Vinny, does a, and by Vinny I mean Greg. Greg, does a 20 hit you? Yeah. Alright, take, wow, really? Take ten damage as the bald fist of a magical arm hits you in the head for not nearly as much damage as what it feels like it should. (laughs) Because random dice rolls are garbage! Anyways, green smoke is filling the room at this point as he rages and thrashes around, swinging wildly with his own arm. And it is... uh, Tonk's turn. Alright, I go... and... I touch him to bestow a curse upon him. All right. Uh, touch a creature. That creature must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become cursed for the duration of the spell. Uh, okay. So, wisdom saving, you said? Yes. 
Okay, now this is going to be close. Does a four make it? <laughs> no. Uh, all right, he's cursed. So what does that do? Choose one ability score. While cursed, the target has disadvantage on ability checks and saving throws made with that ability score. I want to go out on a limb and say you're probably picking strength, huh? Yeah. Isn't wisdom the best bet here? <laughs> Basically already has disadvantage on wisdom. He's adding a lot to his strength. And while cursed, the target has disadvantage on attack rolls against myself. And while cursed, the target must make a wisdom saving throw at the start of each turn. If it fails, it wastes its action. Oh, dang. <laughs> I don't think he's making it another turn. And while the target is cursed, your attacks and spells deal an extra D8 of necrotic damage to the target. I do like that one. Okay. He just starts screaming. At this point now, he's like smashing into tables. He's running into stuff. He's like getting too near a lantern and gets scared and runs away as he's just crashing and smashing around. And on top of all this, everyone has 10 temporary hit points. All right. <laughs> Greg, what do you do? Uh, he's going to keep swinging away with his warhammer. So the first attack is a 12. Uh, A 12? I'm trying to remember. Sorry. I'm actually going to say a 12 does hit. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. And I'll go ahead and roll the second one. Second one is a 24. <laughs> that does hit. <laughs> so for the confused look that I got for saying a 12 hits, he's basically unarmored at this point. Um, like, as the fight has been going on, his AC is shifting at this point. Well, he was supposed to be doing a ton of damage at this point. Yeah, so, so he went from, he went from, like, normal form to defensive form to now all-out swinging form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, at first he had armor, then he had a shield and armor, now he has no armor and is just swinging wildly, yeah. Alright, ready for this damage? That was a lot of dice. Yeah, <laughs> yes it was. It was four, four dice. That hit on both attacks. Um, twenty-eight damage. Oh my God. I, this is the first. This is the first time I've hit on both attacks. Well, yeah, that did a lot. All right, so thunder is crashing in this room that is filling with green smoke as blow after blow rains into him as he's staggering around and still half-heartedly trying to fend you off with his own torn-off arm. Uh, Ama. I think I'm just going to close the distance and hit him with my axe, because I am still raging. Cool. Uh, 17 to hit. Uh, 17 does hit. Uh, and that's on the first one, and on the second attack, uh, nat 20. Nice. Uh -oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first attack, that's 13 damage, and then I get to roll my hit dice twice, right, for a nat 20? Yeah. Uh, 14. Uh, okay. So at this point now, like, it seems like the staggering Oswald is having trouble keeping his feet. You can actually see him beginning to shrink as, um, more and more damage is being done to him. It seems like his bracers can't keep up and can no longer maintain the ridiculous form that he has taken. As he's beginning to slowly again look like a normal man whose armor has fallen off of him. Rolf, what do you do? <laughs> uh, Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Um, nope, more arrows. <laughs> oh, I apologize. I was going to sharpshooter this one. I mentally, like, I rolled a 12. but So that's going to be 23 minus 5, 18 to hit. That hits, yeah. Um, so 
28 on the f- first one. Jeez. I'm sharpshootering the second one. I also rolled another 18. And that's 14, 15, 21, 31. Jesus Christ. All right. Two arrows fly into his now fully unarmored head, and he slumps to the ground, green smoke beginning to deteriorate his body. Mort, you doing anything? Yeah, I'm going to go over and animate dead. <laughs> yes! Take his bracers! And I, I, I want those bracers. No, 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 we're not touching him till he's back alive and I figure out how big he is. <laughs> Whoa. Meow. Uh-huh. Uh. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, what what you what you do and what you do on your own time, I won't judge. <laughs> Put the braces somewhere else. Uh, all right, more. Do you have to roll anything for that, or does that just happen? That just happens. <laughs> uh, okay, so you reanimate Oswald. You go over to this now actually rather small-looking man who's like slumped on the ground, being eaten away by green smoke. Uh. He's, like, basically wearing the rags of whatever he was wearing under his armor, so, like, you know, whatever... Surcloak? Is that what it's called? Surcoat? I think it's a surcoat. Is what is worn under plate armor. I don't know enough about medieval stuff. Anyways, he's wearing the tattered remnants of a surcoat, um, and as you touch him and breathe your necromantic life into him, he stands up and goes, Oh, no... I'm not so macho man anymore now, are we? You're a little smaller than I expected. <laughs> the bracers are like, have slipped off of scrawny and like, kind of pasty wrists. They're little like, bony things that he has. And who are you? And what are you doing in my domain? Well, I can hardly say that this is your domain any longer and i mean nonsense i own this place now get out all of you or i will have you whipped up and down the square or the space outside you know in public jump uh he jumps immediately oh no am i i'm dead right i died i died and then undead the arrows in my head made me think I was dead. I would like to go up and retrieve all the said arrows that are in his head and in his butt. Ow, 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 ow. Okay, great. I can still feel things. Thank you. So whose place is this? <laughs> well, it is technically mine, but somehow I think that makes it, um, uh, Mort's. Whose name I know now because of the mental link that we share. I would have also accepted ours, but okay. No, it's Mort's. You can't tell me to do anything if Mort tells me to eat your toes. <laughs> that made me really uncomfortable. <laughs> so, uh, I tell him to put back on the bracers. I want to see what happens. Okay, he puts back on the bracers. Nothing happens. They seem to only work on the living. Oh, that was a waste. I don't want to just give you the Incredible Hulk. Just like, here you go. He breaks the game. <laughs> <laughs> here, l- l- let me try. You put on, do you want to put on both of the bracers? Why not? How, uh, Amma, when I said that you wore um one bracer, how mu- what did that do? Plus one. Okay, so it gives you plus two to your strength. The look on Vinny's face right now is pure right. joy. I mean, that, put, that puts me <laughs> at a 20 strength. For, for the record, I'm reanimating uh, my second skeleton. 
Ooh. Okay. Does it say anything about the bones having to be intact? It says pile of bones? Oh, uh, that... Okay, it doesn't, so I'm not going to make that a mechanic. Okay, so you reanimate your second uh, skeleton. It rises up from the ground and goes, The obviously more reliable skeleton. The less reliable skeleton looks at you and goes, Shut it, tin can. I like RPing as skeletons. (laughs) Hey, skeletons, do you see anything in this room? I'm starting to regret it now. <laughs> uh, real talk, though. Uh, do we see anything in this room that would be of value to our cause? So, technically, in the room you're in, it is a destroyed room that you have already searched. Is there another room that we could go to? Can we Can we walk into his room? And- you walk into a very fancy lad's bedroom. It is draped in furs. There is fine food and drink everywhere. There's, like... Probably embarrassing, like, renaissance paintings of half-clad women looking off into the distance. You know you know the type I'm talking about. I, I, go, I go pour myself a glass of whatever looks the nicest. That's quite expensive. I expect you to, I guess, drink all of it and enjoy it. <laughs> we should return this all to the people. I was planning on drinking it. No, don't do what he said, Mort. Mort, he's an idiot. Don't give this to anyone but you, Mort. You deserve it. <laughs> Are there any, like, magic weapons or anything in here? Uh, just the bracers. There's a giant oversized sword and shield outside, but I mean they are giant and oversized. They're also quite barbaric. They are, yes, yes. But there are no, like, fancy, fine magic items in here that you would be immediately aware of. Okay. I think at this point, uh, we should have a conversation with Oswald about what we're trying to do. And, I mean, uh, he's not going to listen to us, and I, uh, he's only going to listen to Mort. But trying to engender his organization's commitment to our cause might be very helpful fighting a giant lich. He doesn't have a choice. Well, I mean, by he's, Oswald still has to convince the rest of the group. They might just, like, excommunicate him and pick a different leader. Rinse, repeat, fight. And we'll kill them. I like this game where I make you one at a time murder a, like, WWE-style boss as they just keep electing new <laughs> leaders. And then those leaders- Will the next one be Hulk Hogan? <laughs> yeah, or, like, maybe uh, Andre the Giant, you know, something like that. The Rock. <laughs> Wandering Gamer Network. WrestleMania. <laughs> yup. Alright, so what do you wanna what do you wanna talk to Oswald about? He's just standing around looking dejectedly at what used to be all of his things. I stand by my comments. I think Mort needs to lead this conversation because he's obviously not gonna listen to the rest of us. Oh no, you lead the conversation. I'll just tell him to do what you say. I go and sit down in a in whatever the nicest looking surface is and just keep drinking. It's a very fine chair, like tossed in probably endangered animal you know, pelts. It's like stuff you shouldn't kill. It's like unicorn pelts, right? It's like, this is not okay that this is what's covering his chair. Oh, the finest. But like slimy and undertowny, right? No, this is, this, this would be oddly way too nice. Like, way, way, way too nice. Stuff that he should not be able to get. How'd you get the lack of slime? Well, um, the thing is, I'm not half dead. Or 
soul captured. I'm an actual person who lives here, not a dead person who is captured here. Well, what? roll that back. Now I'm a dead person. I wasn't before. I was 100% alive and living here. So I could sometimes get shipments. I was given special shipments of nice things. How did you, How did you get, get here? here? Jinx. Dang it. How did I get here? Well, well, so I had a dad. He sucked. And um, my dad decided, hey, you know what is terrible is worlds where I can get in trouble for treating people terribly and practicing dubiously moral magics. So he created a pocket world called Undertown and decided that me and him and his family should live there. I'm I'm his son, or was his son, now I'm dead. But anyway can, can I start treat can I start treating him like Pinky and I'll be the brain and we'll try to take over the world? You can. <laughs> it's basically what his dad did. Oswald, who's your father? Oh, well, so I am Oswald Vile. My dad's name is Duke Duke Vile. He's his name is Duke, and he's a Duke. Oh, there go those Duke boys ruining everything again. Well, no, we're the vile boys. So these shipments and, like, as a live person here, were you able to come and go as you pleased? No, it's just sometimes we could send uh, wicked and horrible creatures out from the Forgotten Catacombs to ransack the land for us, and then they would come back and die with it, and then we would get to take it. Hence how you are all sitting on these very fine unicorn pelts. So this is where all the abominations are coming from. Well, okay, n yes and no. Y yes and no. This is where all the torn cloaks come from, or came from, or lived. All of the horrible, like, mutant freak things that live in Undertown, those are not mine. I'm not affiliated with them. We meant the real world. Oh, in the real world, yes. We're probably the reason that the area immediately surrounding the, um... Forgotten Catacombs would be a wasteland because we're just basically eating all the nicest stuff and killing anyone who's nearby to capture their soul here to further fuel my dad, Duke Duke Vile. I think you underestimate how far these things are traveling. I doubt it. No, it's probably pretty far at this point. I've been down here since I was a kid and now I'm like, I don't know, 40 or something? So, no, it's probably pretty bad upstairs, but I don't live upstairs, and I truly don't care. Could you sneak us into the castle? No, I can't get into the castle. My dad doesn't like me. He says I'm boring and frivolous. He sucks. Would you like to help kill your dad? Well, no. Okay. I guess you don't have a choice, but... So here's the thing. I don't necessarily hate living down here where I have, like, a... A cool. I'm the strongest Dad. person. Well, you gotta remember the past tense. I didn't mind living down here because I was the strongest person and I could just kind of get whatever I wanted for free and I was kind of in, in command of my own little realm and you ruined that for me. And I hate you for it. Well, counterpoint, if we remove your dad, who's really the leader of this area, and you help us get out, you can then be still the leader of this area, and we get to go back to the world we came from. Okay, how- So the problem is the how. One, I'm dead now, so I don't have, like, the same thing where I come back rotten. That- I don't know that that really happens for me. Two, okay, so 
how do you leave? Because I don't think you can just, like, walk out the door. And I'm pretty sure if you kill whoever's making this place exist, it'll just stop existing. I don't know that, but something will happen. Even that would be better than letting this this existence down here continue. Because while you're living up here like a king... Well, maybe for you! Well, while you're living up here like a king, it sucks for everyone else. Oh, boo-hoo. I'm sure their lives are so terrible. Have you met my dad? He made Undertown. And then said I was lame. So... Yeah, and that's why we were going to take him down. Or you could just be content. I mean... I was going to take him down to take his place. How can we be content when you're perpetually making everybody else's lives here miserable on top of what your dad is already doing to them? Maybe complacent? How about complacent? You could be complacent. I mean, we charged in here and we basically killed you. How would you take that for complacent? Did kill him. I I wouldn't. I was hoping. And yes, you definitely did. Was no basically about it. You straight killed me. Which, I mean, dick move, guys. I blame you for this. Your little underling should have been nicer to uh, to Terrence then. Is Terrence that sad ranger that cries in the bar? Not anymore. That's what this is about? That was our introduction to Undertown. Our introduction was, we met Terrence, and then your boys came in and roughed him up. So, yeah, I'd say, yeah, that's what this is about. And then we roughed them up. Yeah, I heard about that. Anyways, any other questions? Hey, yeah, Mort. Sorry. No, I'll get out here. Mort, can you still reach contact um, Hector? Yeah, Cody, have I heard anything from Hector? You have not heard anything from Hector yet. Well, that means he's not dead yet. Oswald, what do you know of the witch experiments slash eel arms and the ghost causing trouble in Undertown for the rest of the civilians? Is that your sister? Uh, uh, okay, so, family drama, those are two different people. There is a mad scientist, called her a witch, not a bad description, but rude, that's my mom. So, you know, she deserves it, she also sucks. Um, so she hates living here, and has lived here for a long time, you know, like the rest of us, and she, like, can't age either, and she wants it out, right? She wants out of here. So, she keeps trying to, like, stir up a spell that's worse than my dad's spell to break herself out. And to fuel that magic, she uses human souls, because that's kind of what we have in abundance here. Um, and it doesn't generally kill them, it just makes things different. So she's kind of created a whole legion of these abominations that are, like, twisted and corrupted human souls... That she's experimenting on. The eel arms. That's... Yes, the eel arm... Yes, sometimes they have eel arms, or octopus faces, or, you know, like, fish gills. Those are the worst. Um, and and then there's, then there's my sister. Yeah. She's not... She tries to help, you know. She causes trouble. She steals things from me, or my mom, or my dad. She kind of, you know, she creates, she's a rabble rouser. She's a ruckus maker. And I, I don't particularly like her. She has this whole affectation about looking all spooky and sinister to scare the torn cloaks. Doesn't really work on people with eel arms, but you know. So how about this idea? We gather all of your family that don't like it here and take down your dad. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain this to you. I don't care. I want to stay here, but I'm dead. So, not an option for me. You can do whatever you want, and I have to help. So, 
you know, that's a good plan to me, Sh- sure. As long as Mart says so. <laughs> and you're gonna help go find help us go find your family. Alright. I will do that. He's going to do whatever we say. And make sure the torn cloaks don't do any of the crap they've been pulling, especially to Terrence. Yeah, about that. I think you might have killed like a lot of the torn cloaks. Cause I'm guessing now being Mort's thrall, I'm guessing that uh gosh, what was his name? Hector? I'm guessing Hector was lying and lured all of the torn cloaks out into monster territory where they're probably in a pretty not good fight with a lot of creatures with eel arms and octopus faces and fish gills. So we'll see how much of the torn cloaks are left after today. You guys really ruined my life in like a- Are they not going to just come back? Okay, so if you, like, let's say, right- you walk up and slap a tiger in the mouth. Can you just walk away? I mean, we've never had to. My my point is that they're like in enemy territory, causing a ruckus. So we'll see. See what happens. <laughs> well, my point was, like, even if they do die, they still come back. Oh, they come back eventually. Yeah, they come back eventually, but it isn't like next second they're back. There's a delay. And... If you have a fortress, and then there's like a day or a few hours delay, things are going to come in and take all your stuff, you know? I mean, this stuff is going to the people either way. What? No, don't do that. Mark, bad idea. Don't listen to him. He's he's a troublemaker. Bad, bad plan, because then the people can stab me. Well, wait a second. I guess it, yeah, it doesn't matter any. <laughs> <laughs> He just kind of stares off into space, dejected. As you say that line, you see the shadow of a sickle crawling up the wall next to you. And you hear a voice whisper, I think we should talk. Thanks for listening to this episode of Undertown. The music for this show was Action Epic by Kamiku and can be found at loyaltyfreakmusic.com. If you like this show, you can check out more at our website or on Podbean and interact with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also find us streaming on Tuesday nights at wandering underscore gamers on Twitch. Until next time, be careful wandering the Undertown.